Coming up in today's show, healthy living pre, during, and post-pregnancy. I sit down with a mom of two and chat about just that. Community Connections has partnered with Stoke FM to help outreach to families and let them know just what's available to them. The views of this show are not those of Community Connections. Welcome back. You're listening to the Mommy and Me Show, brought to you by Community Connection. I'm your host, Joe Goller, mom of an almost one-year-old who is super busy these days, and because of that, is napping at home. So I get a little bit of a break right now. Throughout the series of this of these shows, I'll be talking with fellow mothers, fathers, doctors, and people in the community that specialize in children. The show is one hour, and I hope you find it entertaining and informative. Today's show is all about staying healthy during the process of making a human. In the studio today, we have Alex, a holistic health coach who practices out of the Feel Good Collective here in town. Welcome to the show, Alex. Thank you. So let's get started. You're a holistic uh, health coach here in town. What exactly does that mean? A a holistic health coach is somebody who helps you with um, health and nutrition. But it or food and nutrition, but it's not really about that when you look at it from the holistic standpoint. It's about your whole life, health, wellness, and lifestyle. Um, I approach it from a standpoint of looking at both primary foods and secondary foods. Primary foods being your um, the aspects in your life that are spiritual, physical, uh, career, and relationships. And if those are out of balance, then often the secondary food side of your life, the food that you actually put in your mouth is out of balance. And it can also work both ways. Hmm, I can see that. So like somebody that has a super, super crazy busy life, they're, the first thing that they're going to grab is the really super quick food to feed their family. Exactly. Okay, cool. Um, so why, like what, you, you have, you've treated some people before, obviously. What do people come to see you mainly for? My approach and the people that I seek to attract to work with me are people who struggle with their body and food. And that can take a variety of forms. Typically, it's a weight loss or body image issue. But it also can look like um, uh, digestive issues, other types of health problems or diseases, as we call them. Okay. Um, and you've been here now in Revelstoke for quite a while, which is great. And you're out of the Feel Good Collective, right? Yep. That's yep. awesome. Where exactly is that located? You know, I don't know exactly the address, <laughs> but it's downtown in Revelstoke and about kitty corner from Mountain Meals. Oh, right. That's across the street. I think that's 300 First Street, I believe. Um, are you, So how important is it? Because I know as a, as a mom and when I was pregnant, I was always told, don't eat for two. How important is that <laughs> exactly? Well, it, it's extremely important because one of the questions that you asked me before I came in was um, to talk about how we get our bodies back after pregnancy. And as I was thinking about this, it's like, why do we go into pregnancy even thinking that we're losing our bodies mm-hmm. or coming out of our bodies or not having our own bodies? Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, at the other end of pregnancy, not only do we still have our bodies, but we have a a precious gift. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have so much more. So 
that was one aspect of why it's so important to be healthy and not eat for two during pregnancy. Um, the other aspect is that if you're going to have the energy to be able to take care of somebody else, and in this particular case, we're talking about taking care of a new life, whether it's growing inside of you or has arrived, you're, you need to have an optimal flow of energy. And unless you're practicing radical self-care, and I'm using the word radical because today that's what it looks like compared to the standard American diet, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to be able to take care of your child. Mm-hmm. It's a very good point. Um, well, you're listening to the Mommy and Me Show, brought to you by uh, the friendly people over at Community Connections. We're going to take a really quick break here, but um, for the next of this sh- for the next uh, part of the show, we're going to talk about um, how to get your body ready. Uh, to become a mom and a dad, as well as what to do after your child is here and how to actually feed yourself so you can feed your child. Uh, Again, you're listening to the Mommy and Me Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to the Mommy and Me Show, brought to you by the friendly people over at Community Connections. Today in studio, we're speaking with Alex, a holistic health coach here in town, as well as a mom of two. So, Alex, pre-pregnancy. I remember when I had Lily growing inside of me, I had no idea what to expect. Actually, what really kind of freaked me out a little bit it was actually in the delivery room when I delivered her and she came out and I was like oh that's what you look like it's it's all these things that you don't really take note of while you're creating this human inside of you you know that there's something in there but unless you're actually like connected and I, I don't know it's it's the strangest feeling but I remember um pre-pregnancy just uh how to get my body ready for and and to grow this life inside of me it was so amazing but um, what are some of the tips that you might have um for getting your body ready for and also not just you but also your partner and that's a very important point it's not just the mother who needs to get ready for pregnancy it's it's both um, both partners both parents Mm -hmm. Um, you need to prepare physically mentally and emotionally and today I was going to focus more sort of on the physical aspect because you came to me and said, let's talk about how not to eat for two mm-hmm. <laughs> and getting our bodies back. So I was really focusing more on the um, on the food side of things. But uh, it is important to get ready. And boy, do I wish I knew what I know now. Um, I think that's what we all say. <laughs> we all say that. And it's great to get this information out there because as you're getting ready to get pregnant, if you're not eating a healthy diet, if you're underweight or overweight, you're you're setting yourself up to struggle and for your growing baby to struggle. You want to make sure that you have a healthy weight, that you're not overweight or underweight because uh, a variety of issues can be associated with either of those situations. Um, the diet or, or, or the advice I'm, a, I'm about to give about eating, anybody who's not Um, trying to get pregnant, anybody who wants in life could take this advice (laughs) Mm -hmm. is really what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I'll 
focus on a couple of uh, nutritional issues that are more specific to um, wanting to get pregnant as well as um, getting pregnant. The overarching advice that I give to any client is that you should be eating real food, mm-hmm. traditional foods, whole foods. And when I say traditional foods, I'm talking about things that your grandmother and your great-grandmother would recognize. Um, at the other end of the spectrum are processed foods, mm-hmm. things that don't come out of the ground. Things that are packaged like Twinkies. <laughs> exactly. Not recommended. <laughs> Not recommended. Um, and then full-fat foods. You know, um, we're coming to the tail end of that low-fat, non-fat craze, but there's still so much out there that's labeled low-fat and non-fat. And the downside of that is that uh, if it's a if it's a good food, you're not getting the benefit of that full fat, and the downs and the downside of that is you're getting extra sugar, which you don't need. Um, ideally, omnivorous, no, an omnivorous diet would be best. Um, organic meats. What's an uh, what's that diet, sorry? An omnivorous diet would be uh, a diet that includes fruits, vegetables, uh, meats, whole grains, um, fish, dairy. Oh, so like the Canadian food A little food bit guide? of everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of everything. A little okay. bit of everything. And that's not to say that if you're vegetarian or vegan that you can't, it's that you need to be more aware of the nutritional needs if you're vegetarian or vegan, uh, particularly as we all know with respect to protein. Um, That being said, I I would caution you to be aware of the sources of your meats um, and poultry and fish, making sure that they are as clean as possible. And uh, grass-fed, of course, is the and free range would be the gold standard there. And then two superfoods that will pop up later um, post-pregnancy and during pregnancy are cod liver oil, oh. our grandmother's favorite. And that's the reason for that is it's just one of those uh, oils that's loaded with all types of the omegas that you need. Hmm. And then grass-fed butter. And there are certain fats in grass-fed butter uh, that you can't get from even just regular organic butter. Hmm. Um, if you're trying to get pregnant and you don't have a healthy diet, I recommend that you start at least two to three months prior to trying to get pregnant to clean up your diet. Um, and the two to three months is recommended for two reasons. One is that for the woman, you want to take those two to three months to clean out as much toxins from Um, the fat in your body, which is where the toxins get stored. For men, uh, a sperm takes about 72 days to grow, and the sperm are always being replenished. So if they clean up their diet at least 72 days prior, then you have uh, chances of having healthier sperm Hmm, or higher. That's very good um, scientific (laughs) advice there. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so to clean it up, that's like you're looking at um, like if someone's drinking Coca-Cola or like really heavy sugary um, beverages as well as like alcohol, smoking, yes. all that kind of all those uh, toxins. Any toxins. Exactly. Um, specifically and maybe most importantly, alcohol, caffeine, sugar. 
uh, you want to be aware of. And then on the food side, the processed foods. The processed foods. Okay. And it can be hard if you're if you don't have a clean diet. And I'm not saying go home and throw everything out. That mm-hmm. can that that can be very overwhelming. But you do one piece at a time. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess the other thing that would be um, if you do get pregnant you are now currently pregnant and you're still eating all that junk food mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess it, it's still okay to take those toxins out of your body once you are pregnant as well oh absolutely and and this way of eating that i'm advocating is something that as i mentioned at the beginning anybody could do and everybody would benefit from mm-hmm. and it's a way that you would want to continue through pregnancy and post pregnancy and there's really no magic formula from pre post Mm -hmm. pre during and post Mm -hmm. cool um the other thing to be aware of is refined carbohydrates and there have been scientific studies associating the um overconsumption of refined carbohydrates with polycystic ovarian um disease or syndrome Mm. so if you're having fertility issues and that's something that your doctor might have told you about, consider reducing those refined carbohydrates. And what exactly is a refined carbohydrate? Remember those Twinkies you mentioned? Oh, gotcha. Ooh. <laughs> um, anything white, really. White, mm. white bread, white pasta, white flour. Gotcha. Not good. <laughs> nope. Not good. Any other tips you have for us for getting uh, pregnant or, and or, or like getting your body ready for pregnancy getting ready um dairy is okay Mm -hmm. um again the focus there would be on uh getting it as close to the source as possible so ideally raw Mm -hmm. not pasteurized and grass-fed yeah um, which of course is not available at our local grocery store Mm. readily unfortunately and then other nutrients to watch for are zinc, iron, your B vitamins, vitamin A, and vitamin K2. I'm not going to go into much detail on those yeah. here, um, but they're essential for metabolism and nutrient absorption. On iron, I just want to point out iron supplements really are not very beneficial. Our body has difficulty absorbing the iron, and oftentimes we will become constipated from taking iron supplements. And the reason is, is that when we take iron supplements and dump all of that iron into our gut, it disrupts the uh, balance of the flora in our gut. Mm -hmm. And so what a surprise that we get constipated because suddenly we are disrupting the balance of flora in our gut. So the best sources of iron really are from food. And if you're eating a whole food diet, you're going to get plenty of iron in your diet. If we could just go quickly back to the milk, yes. um, the milk products. There's skim milk, there's 1%, there's 2%. What exactly are we looking for there? We want to look at the milk fat content in the milk. And when you're preparing your body, are you looking, like, should you just be drinking the full fat homo milk? What are we looking here for? Absolutely. And the scary thing about making that change sometimes can be like, oh, that's going to be so many more calories and added fat, and I know I'm going to gain weight. But if you're eating a whole food diet, as I was describing, that added fat is not going to cause you to gain weight. And in fact, it's going to boost your metabolism, boost your digestion, and overall improve your health. 
caveat provided that your body can handle dairy. Mm -hmm, Exactly. The other thing is some people get a little bit mixed up with yogurt. Um, There's yogurts there that are that have way more sugar than actually a can of Coke. And I guess it's really important to have a look on, like you might think yogurt is really good, but if there's Oreo chunks in there and there's Rollo bits and there's, yeah, it's really important. We're looking at the milk fat content um, and as well as the sugar content in those products. Exactly. Right. So you can buy a whole fat or a whole milk yogurt product that still may have a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. The best thing that I like to do is I buy plain yogurt and I mix in some vanilla and maple syrup. Mm -hmm. And some, I like to put berries in there too. And then, yeah, then you Mm -hmm. go from there. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Anything else before we head to commercial? Nope, that's it for pre-pregnancy. Alrighty. Well, you're listening to the Mommy and Me show brought to you by the friendly people over at Community Connections. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to the Mommy and Me Show, brought to you by Community Connection. Today in studio, we're speaking with Alex, a holistic health coach here in town, as well as a mom of two. So, Alex, in the previous um, segment, we were talking about how to get your body ready. Now we're going to talk about what to do during pregnancy. I had um, I like to ask all my guests what your craving was um, when you had children. Mm. Do you remember what your craving was when you were pregnant with your two? I don't remember the um, with my first child, but I remember with my second child, and it was Subway sandwiches. Oh, man. <laughs> and my guy now loves to eat wheat. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, that's not so awesome. No. But anyway, no. that my, was it. My mom, she, during, she had, I was born in September, so she had the whole summer pregnant. And um, she used to go to, I think it was McDonald's, and get, um, at the time, back in the good old 70s um they would make real milkshakes and with peaches Mm. like real actual peaches in them really yeah wow i know i know and so my mom every day almost (laughs) would go (laughs) and buy a small peach um milkshake and uh sure enough i am i just love peaches and so when they're here at the market i i buy all of them (laughs) i just (laughs) love peaches which i think is a bonus but yeah i think you're right when whatever you crave i also feel like I have, a, I have a feeling Lily is going to love scrambled eggs. It's true. Um, <laughs> and there's more than just what you eat that you might see in your child. Uh, and again, it's sort of a topic for another day, but mm-hmm. emotions and what's going on in your life, mm-hmm. where your grandparents are from can show up uh, in your children. That's crazy. <laughs> Mind-boggling. Bog- mind but yeah, I uh, my craving was scrambled eggs. And then uh, I'm a vegetarian. But as uh, a lot of people here in the studio will contest is that I also enjoyed bacon during my pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going out for breakfast with some of the co-hosts here and we uh, they were all in shock when I ordered bacon and I ate one and I was like, I can't do any more, but I really want it. <laughs> it was very strange. And so... Today, I might say to you, well, what what did your body need? What was your body trying to tell you? And maybe oh, totally. you needed more fat in your diet. Yeah, probably. Um, but 
I probably did. I didn't. I wasn't one of those ma or pregnant ladies that went off to get ice cream or anything like that. I didn't send Matt out at two o'clock in the morning to get me ice cream. But uh, yeah, maybe I didn't need more fat. We'll try for the second one. We'll see what happens <laughs> in the second one. All right. So we're talking about during pregnancy. Um, what are some of the things that we should be uh, moms, soon to be moms, should be looking out for? Or if, if this is your second or third child, what what you want to do? Well, um, as I mentioned before you get pregnant, uh, about the whole real and traditional food diet, keep that up. Absolutely important. And again, that goes for both mom and dad because uh, you need dad there, you know, to mm. support you mm-hmm. um, and to be there for the baby when the baby's born. Dad or other partner. Partner, yeah. right. Thank you. <laughs> um, in the first trimester, what's interesting is that there's, as we know, there's just not a whole lot going on. So if you're not hungry, that's okay. And we tend to think, well, I'm pregnant now. Now I need to start eating. And really in that first trimester, which is often typically when people have morning sickness. It's awful. I hated my first trimester and I barely ate. And that's fine because, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned, there's just not a whole lot happening that um, the nutritional needs of the growing baby um, require that much more nutrition um, on your part. Unless your diet's bad, then of course uh, you need to be working on that. So the first trimester we're talking about here is like the first three months. Right. Yeah. Right. And mainly you need to rest, drink plenty of liquids, and get the micronutrients that um, the zinc and the vitamins and the iron and so on. But if you're eating a whole food diet, that should be plenty. So with vitamins, just quickly, mm-hmm. we're told to take your prenatal vitamins, which are really important important is what the doctors are, are constantly saying. And I'm not saying don't take them. Mm-hmm. But what are what's your view on those if you're eating a whole food diet? In the olden days, I think if we if you ate a whole food diet, um, and had food from all of the food groups, you had nothing to worry about. These days with the toxic load in our bodies, which inhibits our ability to absorb the micronutrients, and with the industrial agricultural practices, the micronutrient quantity in our foods has declined. Um, I take a multivitamin, Mm -hmm. um, despite the fact that I eat a pretty clean whole food diet. So I I think that for the most part, that can't hurt. And if that's what your doctor's recommending, I certainly wouldn't um, say go against what your doctor's recommending. Cool, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, Then moving into the second trimester, that's when the bones and the tissues are being formed. And the most important macronutrient during the second trimester is protein. So you want to make sure that during the second trimester you're getting um, more protein than you're used to. That's probably when I started eating bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would explain it too. (laughs) That would explain it. Um, And the thing about protein is that the baby can't pull that from your body. Ah. The baby can pull certain micronutrients from your body, as we know, like calcium, which Mm -hmm. can deplete your bones, which is um, why you want to make sure you have plenty of calcium in your blood. But protein, the the baby can't pull from your body. So you need to consume adequate protein. Mm. And that looks like... um in a vegetarian diet, that looks like tofu and beans and lentils and all that kind of stuff. And then meat for meat eaters. Right. Um, fish. Fish, fish oils, um, fish oil supplements. And if you're vegetarian or vegan and you don't do fish oil supplements, there are other good oils out there that you can take. Um, 
that supplement. Um, what was I going to say? I lost oh. <laughs> my train of thought there <laughs> on, okay. on the protein. But another important thing about the protein is that um, we actually benefit from the protein as the mother because uh, there's a protein in the protein called albumin, which um, transports nutrients through the blood, but it also helps to reduce swelling. Wow, cool. So a certain amount of swelling is normal because you are, your blood volume is increased, mm-hmm. so your body has more inside the skin than you're used to, um, but that swelling that can lead to preeclampsia and so on mm-hmm. um, could be associated with insufficient protein intake. Interesting. Oh, Alex, I'm learning so much. I can't wait to get pregnant again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, I know what I was going to say about the protein. With soy, you want to be very careful. The industrial soy that's out there um, has a lot of estrogen mimickers in that, and and that can just really mess with your hormones. So you really want to pay attention to the uh, source of the soy that you get and um, non-GMO if possible. Okay. Good to know. Um, when we move into the third trimester, that's when the brain and the nervous system starts to um, really grow. And the most, most important macronutrient then is the fats. Um, so, again, making sure that you're eating a, a well-balanced diet. Um, your calorie intake will probably have gone up at this point anywhere from three to 400 to five, 600 or more calories per day. Um, and that looks like just another large glass of homo milk. Or, or two. Or two. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it's actually not very much. Yeah. Um, and depending on how active you are, that will also affect um, that caloric need. So mm-hmm. if you, that, that higher calorie level or range that I mentioned would be for the more active people. Um, one thing to note just about the fish is that people often say, well, I really, I'm worried about eating the fish because of the mercury content. Mm-hmm. The mercury is an issue in the fish at the top of the food chain, the fish mm-hmm. that eat the smaller fish. Mm-hmm. So um, if you are a fish eater and you're worried about the mercury, then eat on the lower end of the food chain. Yeah, it's the bigger fish that have the most mercury, obviously, because yep. they eat so much. You're looking for the little Little tiny guys. Tilapia, trout, mm-hmm. um, uh, those kinds of fish. Yeah. A uh, couple of magic foods for you. Yeah. Bone broth. Ew. I mean, delish. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Bone broth is something that our grandparents used to make, uh, and it's probably the reason why chicken soup was so good for us. And you can make bone broth out of fish bones or meat bones or poultry bones and just go online you find simple recipes the thing about bone broth is that it's just filled with so many nutrients is that when you like boil all the all the bones yes okay yeah for anywhere (laughs) from 8 to 12 or 18 hours yeah i grew up with that stuff i guess it can be smelly yeah um but uh it really is a super food Mm -hmm. and even after the baby's born you could just feed that to your baby right in the bottle because hmm. um, that has lots of nutrients for the baby as well. I should make some for Lily. <laughs> uh, sea salt. Oh. Uh, we're often told to avoid salt consumption, especially if you're concerned about that um, edema swelling. Again, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, if you have adequate protein, that should be less of an issue. 
you want to avoid salt if you're eating a lot of processed foods because processed foods have salt added, a lot mm -hmm. of salt added. If you're eating a whole foods diet, you need to add salt in yourself. And I say sea salt because there's all the minerals that are come with sea salt. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And that also helps our blood to circulate. So you, you need enough salt in your diet um, for adequate blood circulation. All right. Um, and then the other magic food that I mentioned earlier was cod liver oil. So Yeah, that's um, a, a favorite of my mom. <laughs> my mom loves that stuff. It's a great lubricant, too, for, like, your joints. Yep. Yep. It's, yeah. She used to, like, pop all the time. It was so gross. <laughs> and she would take this, and she's fine. It's magic. <laughs> and Sorry, it can, it can be hard to stomach, so yeah. um, that, that would be perhaps the, the biggest deterrent. I think the thing with cod liver oil, I think my mom made me take it for a week, and you'd burp, and then you just burp fish. It's probably yeah. not my favorite, but... And that's because you your gut doesn't have quite the right balance of flora in it. Mm. When, you're, when your digestive system is balanced and you've got all the enzymes working right and you've got the right bacteria in there, you're not going to burp that stuff up. Oh, Alex, I need to come see you. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is that I was just going to mention about, you know, while you're pregnant and the not eating for two issue is don't forget to check in with yourself. Mm. You know, why, why are you eating? And this really goes for any any time, um, whether or not you're pregnant. But why are you eating? What are you craving? What does your body really need? You know, if you're craving sugar, are you missing some sweetness in your life? Mm. Good one. All right. Anything else? That's it for During Pregnancy. <laughs> Perfect. You're listening to the Mommy and Me Show brought to you by the friendly people over at Community Connections. We'll be right back when we're talking to Alex. Welcome back. You're listening to the Mommy and Me Show, brought to you by Community Connections. Today in studio, we're speaking with Alex, a holistic health coach here in town in Revelstoke, out of the Feel Good Collective. Um, we're also talking about how to keep your body healthy, or at least healthier, during this time that is so awesome. It's just so awesome. You're creating a life. Uh, so we, in the previous segments, we spoke about pre- during and now obviously we're going to talk about post so post pregnancy you've now delivered your beautiful child uh and what are some of the things now that we want to take care of alex so if you were following along during pre-pregnancy and post-pregnancy the most important thing you can do is to keep up those really good habits right um and that's the whole foods um real foods staying away from the processed foods. Um, one thing about um, that whole food diet is that that ensures that you have adequate nutrients. And if you're not getting adequate nutrients, that's not going to affect the quantity of milk. That's going to affect the quality of milk. So something to keep in mind if you're having issues with quantity of milk, that's not necessarily a nutrient issue. That might be because you're just not drinking enough. Mm. Um, our calorie needs went up during pregnancy. Our calorie needs are going to s slowly start declining post-pregnancy, but they'll stay up there for a little while um, if you're breastfeeding. Definitely. I also found that when I sat down to breastfeed, it was, I need water. <laughs> I yep. need water right now. 
And I also felt like I just couldn't eat enough. I was so hungry all the time. And then that gradually went down, which was good. Yep. Um, but yeah, you do need that. You need that fat content and you need that um, those that liquid. And I would remember being very hungry too. And thinking back, it's probably because during pregnancy, the nutrient needs are different than post-pregnancy. You have different nutrient needs for making the breast milk versus the nutrient needs for making a baby. Mm-hmm. And so that hunger signal may be your body telling you, you need to be eating more of whatever it is that you're hungry for and, and maybe less of some of the other foods that you're not hungry for. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, it's really important to be listening to your body. Definitely. Um, exercise, as as you recover from having your lovely baby, then you certainly want to be adding back in exercise. And frankly, I didn't even mention it for pre-pregnancy and during pregnancy, but if if you can, you should be exercising all the mm-hmm. way through. Mm-hmm. And and I think we spoke about this on previous shows with um, doctors as well, is that you, you want to make sure that you're not overdoing it. So you don't want your heart rate to be incredibly huge, like high. Right. You want to do the gentle stuff, like walking and swimming um, gently. And uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. I mountain biked all the way until <laughs> through my seventh month of pregnancy. But if I started mountain biking, <laughs> when I was, it wouldn't be good. Right. It really depends on if you had started mountain biking pre-pregnancy. Right. So yeah. my point was that yeah. that's just something that I continued to do. Which and, is great. And when I remember vividly that day that I went for a ride with my friend Michelle and my husband, and about five or ten minutes into it, all of a sudden I just wasn't feeling right the heart rate was just getting up way too quickly and i had to say guys that's it i think i'm done mountain biking <laughs> yeah i remember matt and i going for a bike ride at seven months as well and i was going so slow and i realized it was because i couldn't put a lot of power on the pedals because my belly was in the way and i kept hitting <laughs> my belly and i was like you know i'll just i'll just walk back i'm fine and he's like you can do it I'm like, no like I really can't. It's physically, I cannot do this. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we all have stories like that. That's <laughs> funny. Um, and then I guess really the only other thing is is that uh, listen to your body mm-hmm. and pay attention. Um, your your calorie needs will slowly decline as um, you introduce real food, solid foods to your baby. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, there's also one thing that a lot of uh, I guess post-pregnancy moms are asking, and I this is up on the forum a lot as well, is um, when is it okay to, to introduce alcohol back into the system after you've had a baby? I know when you're drinking and when you're having a whole food diet, you really shouldn't be including alcohol into your diet, but it's just the way life is. You do, and it's a hot day, you would like a lager or something, <laughs> and you're breastfeeding. There's so much like, is it good, is it bad? Oh gosh, don't do it. What, a, what do you recommend? Well, this is one of those where you're right. Some some say it's good, some say it's bad. Uh, listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on how much you'd like to drink, maybe pump beforehand and have some clean milk, uh, breast milk available for your baby, um, and then express afterwards and and dump that milk. And that's one option. Uh, you don't have to drink a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> necessarily either. Um, and at the very um, 
angelic end of the spectrum, I would say avoid it. Yeah. Um, ideally, it's a it's a it's toxic to your body. It's mm-hmm. going to be toxic to your baby. It is. And so let's just say a couple of years down the road, you're no longer breastfeeding. What and, and as a whole food diet, alcohol is still not attractive. Mm-hmm. All right, because <laughs> it's a toxin. Right. Cool. So moderation. Moderation. Absolutely moderation. And if you have any health issues, uh, no alcohol, really. I mean, your body can handle the toxic effect of alcohol best the healthier you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people use alcohol sort of as a self-medication, which... Um, spirals you in the opposite direction a little bit uh going back to the spiritual side um because that's also something that you also do what are some of the good practices to to get yourself into after after pregnancy well what i'm going to answer with are things that you could also be doing both before and during pregnancy meditation Mm enough can't really be said about the benefits of meditation and meditation doesn't mean you have to go sit in a corner or on a rock um, lotus position humming (laughs) om for 10 minutes or half an hour meditation can be as simple as taking 30 seconds to do some deep breathing Mm -hmm. deep breathing into your belly and that calms the nervous system and clears the mind awesome Alex, it's been a pleasure having you in studio today. Um, if you could maybe just let us know where to actually find you here in Revelstoke, as well as how to say your amazingly last Polish name. <laughs> I tried to say it, but I, I think I butchered it. So perhaps you could tell everybody. Uh, well, my full name is Alexandra Sazankowski, and I go by Alex. Um, yep, Sazankowski is a Polish name. That's my maiden name. Uh, it has SKI at the end, and so I couldn't... Uh, get rid of that name when I got married. (laughs) Um, I am on the internet. I have a website called Mm yourwholehealthsolutions.com. I'm also on Facebook under Your Whole Health Solutions um, or Alexandra Sazankowski. If you type in enough variations, you might (laughs) find me. Um, Email is info at yourwholehealthsolutions.com. And then, of course, as Joe has said, here in Revelstoke, I am at the Feel Good Collective. Um, so you can come in and see me Wednesdays and Fridays when I'm behind the desk. That's awesome. You were also mentioned in the Mount, was it the Mountaineer? Yes. Yeah. So there's a huge article about you. Yeah. No that was deal. exciting. <laughs> Alex, it's been awesome having you in studio. I just wanted to let um, any. Any ladies out there that are pregnant currently, uh, that every Tuesday's Babies and Bellies is at uh, the Community Connections here in town uh, from every Tuesday from 11 in the morning until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And you can meet other like moms and uh, you get a free lunch out of it and you get to yeah hang out with some great parents. Actually, there was there are some men that go there, too. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in. We took a month off. And it's been great, but now we're back at it. We'll be here every Thursday between 11 and 12. <laughs> Thank Pacific you. Pacific time. <laughs> yeah, Pacific time. Revolution, an amazing spot for moms. You can bring uh, you can bring your little children there while you go and work out. Another great spot uh, to get your um, asana on. <laughs> um, again, thank you so much for listening. 
Thank you. This was the Mummy and Me show brought to you by the friendly people over at Community Connections. And Alex, again, thank you very much for joining oh, us. Thank in you. My pleasure. I really enjoyed it. We'll have you back in for sure. I'd love to. All right. Until next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>